We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. As if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And oh, don't worry, we'll get to the USA chance in a bit. But yes, USA, USA, one of the more upbeat cartoon moments of uh, the past 24 hours or so. Lots of cartoon land. So, yeah, we're, we are going to have to. Go over Bragg and Trump and the dueling speeches. Like Bragg comes out with his like best rock impersonation, like the the brow. <laughs> he's got the one brow, yeah, because he's daddy now. All right, he, he's gonna tell all the little children, no one is above the law. We will prosecute. What is going on here? I mean, my goodness gracious. And boom, I forgot to go live on the rock. Let's make sure we're live everywhere. I got a little distracted because I got a little text ski and hutch. Really, it was an email uh, from the head of the network, Ray Dietrich, that they had received a copyright strike for my video that really hasn't gotten a lot of traction, by the way, because everybody wants a sensational headline or clickbait. And we're already so heavily suppressed here on YouTube. I mean, a good thumbnail only goes so, so far. Guys, I put a lot of effort into the thumbnails. You know, we don't just take a screenshot. It's not just like me going, <laughs> right? <laughs> Try to do something relevant. And the Mackie meme case destroys the Russian narrative. Um, they just got a copyright strike because they say that it promotes harmful conspiracy theories now i'm not sure if they played the whole video that i did or they only played a certain part of it and youtube's taken something out of context but um excuse me we we were citing real court cases real posts real identities we were identifying the q nonsense as just that a hoaxerton a hoaxy hoaxerton 
No one's trusted any plans here. So what exactly was the conspiracy theory? That the FBI knew the Russian bot thing was fake? That GRU paper was nonsense? And that the real bots was microchipping the crew? It's mainstream news now. Mainstream news. Hua. You know, in that same network that you said was Russia, 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 and election interference, and you're trying to criminalize all this speech because of it, that same network, right? I mean, I can't believe that they, that's balls, man. The only thing that I can think of, and, and again, I haven't seen exactly what the clip is. Maybe I'm going to get a text back from Ray so we can clarify it during a broadcast because we got another banger of a broadcast. We're not just going to do Trump and brag and the, and the new banana republic we all live in. I got a slew of stories. I got plenty of clips outside that. I think in the second half of this broadcast, uh, when we go premium, and then that's uh, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored. You, this one's going to be just a tough one to listen to. I mean, I'll narrate over it, I guess, for the podbeaners out there, for the people that just like to listen in the background. But if we do it in the second hour, depending on how much time we have, okay, um, we're going to do the Beyond the Reset watch along. I mean, beyond that thing, we, we talked about it yesterday. It's got, I think, over half a million views now. And, and that's going to go mega viral. It's, it's a matter of time, uh, unfortunately, I believe, until YouTube clips that one off too. But again, people have to understand, my entire channel has been demonetized for several years because they, they say I'm harmful content, not because of conspiracy theories, but I, I discuss controversial topics. That's it. Think about that. It, it's an admission of guilt by the Trojan horse civilian system known as YouTube. Okay, uh, known as the uh, Great Resets Gang's great narrative controller, that just because I discuss controversial issues and I'm not in the bounds of left or right, okay, I'm not beholden to Trump or the Democrats or anybody. And I, I'm, I'm beholden to humanity, believe it or not. That's, that's not me just like postulate. I, I believe in us. It's not just USA, USA. It's human beings, human beings. I want us all to prosper, baby. I want a nice standard of living, you know, with a society that can generally get along. We have different ideas. We can talk it out. Use the power of the pen or the keyboard or the mouthy. Right? That's what I want. Not USA, USA, you, because a lot of the USA ain't like that anymore. We're going to show some of that. I'm going to show, I finally found this clip too. Uh, we're going to be playing this later of Kevin O'Leary on CNN. And I'm, I'm not an O'Leary guy. I'm, first of all, I'm not a Shark Tank guy. I'll admit it. I, I've watched a couple binges here late night, just like I've, I've watched a couple binges of, you know, the Dateline murder thing that everybody watches, right? 
And, and by the way, side note, and, and the Kevin O'Leary clip, powerful. He just goes into how you can't invest on the East Coast, the truth about the economies, the truth about some of these cities now. We're going to show you some crime in some of these cities over the top, right? While I was scrolling today and uh, looking for different types of news stories that I also wanted to cover with this Trump brag mess, I saw a story where this Murdoch guy in that big case that I don't even know if we mentioned once here. If you watch any other kind of mainstream news, okay, any other, any mainstream news whatsoever, you know what case I'm talking about. The one where he allegedly not only killed his son, and his wife, but then hired a hitman to have himself killed in a botch kill. There was maybe another murder, a, a really slimy case, right? And then he's got his like almost identical son. I don't know the details, so I'm not even going to weigh into that. All right. But this guy's getting letters from women that are in love with him. And this is not a new phenomenon, right? So throughout Modern history in this country, for some reason, when a man commits some of the most horrific acts imaginable, imaginable, you know, I mean, like killing your own son and your wife, pretty hardcore terrible. There's a certain amount of crazy out there. Remember, we used to have crazy, like crazy existed, right? Even before all, all the psychotropic drugs that didn't fix crazy still continues to exist. Crazy exists. They would write these serial killers, tell them how in love with some of these people, you know, like had girlfriends and wives in prison later. Go visit them. What? So I just want to put that into the dark cartoon universe is that. Crazy's always existed. Now we're kind of glorifying it. We're embracing it. That's that's what's really scary to me. Okay. So first things first. Um, this indictment is awful. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. Uh, it, it, by the way, again, th this is. Uh, I'm going to say it again. This is a total and complete farce of an indictment, but I'm going to say I called it. What they're also not telling you in any of the media is that there are three payoffs here. It's Trump, the other model, and guess what? Uh, the possibility of a mystery child. I've always said Trump probably had more kids, right? Where he paid off his doorman to shut his mouth because the doorman knew about the mystery child for some reason. Now. I would assume that the doorman knows about the mystery child because he's saying hi to Trump every day. And Trump obviously had a relationship with the, with the mother if there's a mystery child involved and even possibly with that child at some point. Just saying. Again, again, all these charges are, are, are garbajo. I want to say that very, very clearly. And we are now in an open... Listen. We've been in a holly weird infotainment like ridiculous beyond cartoon like society for a while really 
started started to run up to a peak that I, that right now is I don't even know if we've hit the peak of unimaginability, especially with what happened yesterday, right? But just kept ramping up after 9/11, and you know it was a slow burn until then. But in 9/11, said Homeland Security in your face. You like the Patriot Act, good because you're gonna get it in your mouth. Oh, that's not enough. Let's open up fusion centers. Let's absolutely 100% start making the American people into the domestic terrorists. Let's open up black sites around the world. Continue our MK Ultra torture programs out in the public arena when we show people uh, sites like Abu Ghraib and Guantanamo Bay. Okay? Openly did it. Right in our face, just like, I love you, you love me, we're a happy family. Can you imagine that? 24 hours a day in mittens in the heat on your hands and knees, chained and shackled with your face covered? You don't even know the language? Or maybe you do because you've been around the Americans enough or you know English. Uh, torture. Torture. No problem. No problem. And then let's let's fortify it like we do elections and let's create signature reduction. And, and via signature reduction, all the tech companies that we didn't fund through InQtel and don't currently control will automatically become Trojan horse civilian systems within our narrative. Still going on over at Twitter, by the way. Still, I get, I'm just saying it. I mean, give me a follow at Jason Burmis. We could always use it. Uh, I need you guys to take these clips and, and share them with everybody. I wonder if I got that clip from Ray. Yes, let's see. Here we go. So, yeah, narrative driven by Russian Russian informants. So, so it's a smaller clip. Hmm. So I, I, I would assume that they say it's less context. Maybe we will uh, we'll go over to rumble and find that clip and play it live and see maybe maybe we'll do that on the paid portion of the program <laughs> so we don't get a strike but no conspiracy theories here jack just a whole lot of reality that's why it's reality rants redvoicemedia.com all right man that sucks that they did that 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 and it's and it just shows how ridiculous it is ridiculous it is i'm just a widow guy not even a smart like there are plenty of smarter people out there like book smart iq level 100 percent. i'm not that arrogant that i don't know that i absolutely know it where are you to articulate this message we're in trouble again you got a da in new york who looks like he could eat trump alive literally pun intended doing his best wwe eyebrow and scolding whether you like it or not the ex-president of the united states who i believe was cheated in 2020 and so do a lot of other people doesn't mean i love the guy because i don't lots of problems i spouted off about him yesterday i mean i could go down a list again the irony that he couldn't stand up for Assange 
and stop his DOJ from going after them. And now the, the, cause this is make no mistake about this. Okay. This is a D it's not just New York state attorney general. All right. Other investigations. This is a DOJ run program department of injustice. All right. When you talk about the actual deep state and the Intel community, yeah, this is their op. This is all thought out. I can't state it more thorough. If you've if you've been watching, you know. As soon as Trump started talking about 2024, I'm like, they're gonna try to arrest this guy. Again, not perfect. They don't like him. Far from perfect. They don't like him. So I'm like, all right, well, they're going to try to put him in jail or at least tie him up with legal cases trying to say, you know, it's an inability for him to run or at least stop him up in between this whole thing. So they already suggested that the trial take place during primary season, the first one. Now, the Georgia case, the Miralago documents case, all of it. And remember, they got Biden in their back pocket. A lot of people don't don't remember that. They've got Biden in their back pocket in case he wants to get smug about 2024 with those same documents, with the same document case. I want everybody to understand that too. So, so I don't believe they plan on having Biden. I know they don't want Trump. And I and I was saying back that they were going to try to put him in jail, put him in jail for some stupid nonsense. Who gives a rat's arnis shizzle? I bet you he, uh, Trump could have another Baker's Dozens kids. I'm not saying he does, but it wouldn't matter to me. It wouldn't matter to me. I don't necessarily, again, give me a Rand Paul. Give me a Thomas Massey. Give me a Thomas Massey. Thomas, now's the time to run because you're the dude, man. It's time to step up to the plate. Like you've been consistent on everything. You, in a lot of cases, you've been better than Rand. And look, I, I, I like Christy Lake. She was over at the uh, the Trump thing for sure yesterday. Um, Gates was over there. Uh, Gates has at least impressed me with his anti-war stance and saying, hey, it's time to get the mother truck out of Syria. We need more of that. I mean... If there were Democrats on that train too, like every time I hear Ilhan Omar, I'm going to show you there's there's obviously some the crazy conflict and, and footage coming out of uh, Israel and Palestine right now. Speaking out against that conflict, yeah. Did she marry her brother to get him in here? Sure looks that way. Is that, is that a dangerous, harmful conspiracy? He talks about controversial subjects. I mean, I am talking about how our government and our military industrial complex actually work in, in cartoon in the dark cartoon we all live in okay so i, I mean th this is a crossing of the rubicon now we don't just have a visual zombie puppet and a social climbing sleep with your husband cackle monster in charge the other guy that actually did try to be the president stumbled and fell all over the place, failed on the on the COVID-1984 nightmare, and so much more, right? It's here, and the whole world is looking at this now. Right as 
the petrodollar dies, right as inflation isn't transitory, right as our energy reserves aren't really there anymore and we're not producing energy. It's not a quinky dink. It's by design. Sorry. Sure wish it wasn't. Love it not to be. By design. Why? Because this nation state and its sovereignty and its rugged individualist nature cannot and will not be tolerated in a predator class driven collectivist society. That's why the, the beyond the reset thing is so huge. So look, I'm, I'm not saying I have all the solutions. I'm not saying I can change it tomorrow. I, you know, the only people that I'm harmful to are the ones that honestly want to make our lives worse and continually work to do so. When I say are, I mean the collective of humanity, not just American citizens. You notice I don't sit up here and, and rant and rave about the border, right? I'm, Quite frankly, like, look, is that an issue? It is. It's a valid issue to talk about. And people should talk about it. And there's a lot of sub-issues that go along with that. But I sympathize with each and every one of those people because they're a target just like me. And whether the the uh, agents in the field understand it, and, and a lot of them do, by the way. I'm a great friend. You know, who I, who I, I'll say this. We grew up in similar socioeconomic statuses, at least as teenagers. He came up from the city, had it a little bit more rugged than I did, but I'd also come up from downstate and, you know, my dad was in and out of the prison system, all that good stuff. And, you know, we didn't have much when we went off to school or whatever. He went into the military, came out of the military, and, you know, he's done all sorts of security work, ICE, um, worked on the border, seen these things firsthand, special units uh, in the, in the uh, West Coast as well. I don't want to go into all of it, but he watches a lot of my stuff and he gets it. And, you know, the, the thing is, like, he's he's as Puerto Rican as it gets, man. And I, I never bring, like, race into it at all. Hispanic, you know, doing the whole Spanish thing. But he understands how a nation works and he understands how law works. Right. And he understands there are bad people out there. There are monsters among us walking every day and our legal system doesn't protect us from them. Just a little sub story. Haven't even gotten it's, it's, it's reality rants. I know we're 20, 22 minutes into it. We haven't even gotten to the brag clip. A lot to say today. Mount Pleasant man faces 120 years in prison for alleged sex crimes. Now, you would think. You would think uh, this guy who has 12 counts of third-degree sexual exploitation of a minor, all right, they'd keep him in jail. No, no, out on a $120,000 bond, out the next day. Why, if that, you've arrested him, all right? Now, everyone gets a fair trial. Yeah, let's let's do that with that guy behind bars. No, 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 no. It's the dangerous January 6th insurrectionists that stay behind bars. That those people. Not the guy facing, you know, 
like the rest, not only the rest of his life, but 120 years in prison. 120 years, $120,000 bond. Goodbye. Great. Great. That's how it works. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch moods. I'm gonna go to this smug DA, Alvin Bragg, doing his best rock, lecturing us all about the rule of law and how things are supposed to be. How things are supposed to be. So uh, without further ado, here's Alan Bragg uh, to tell us why there are 34 counts against Trump in hush money payments that didn't meet the criteria of a crime to begin with, but somehow are 30 plus felonies. Here's that eyebrow. Get ready for it. There it is. Look at that. Yeah. Raised right brow. Yeah. Thank you for joining us here today. Earlier this afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. Now, now with an intent to conceal another crime, we're not quite sure what that crime is. I haven't seen it yet, but we're like, cartoon level even even on the lefty shows yesterday because because i was checking late night i wanted to see what was going on globally i checked uh bloomberg global even the the experts are there like there's not is there a case here is there a case come on that is exactly what this case is about 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes other crimes so what crimes are though for it was a crime and now it's other crimes again we're in the dark cartoon of we say what we want we do what we want uh, what a waste of actual resources in a state and city that actually needs to stop the corrupt but they just embrace it these are the real gangsters man is that harmful to say is that controversial? Is that going to get me a, a harmful conspiracy theory strike to say that the real organized criminals are the people in the system? No? No? Okay. These are felony crimes in New York State. No matter who you are, we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. It's already been normalized in New York. They, they've let out actual people who murdered people and it got pled down or, the, or uh, down to manslaughter. They were just letting these people out. Uh, they got catch and release in New York. We're not in reality here. Again, they, they look at this guy cartoon level the defendant repeatedly made false statements on new york business records he also caused others to make false statements the defendant claimed that he was paying michael cohen for legal services performed in 2017. this simply was not true 
And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. So, you know, what they're going to try to do is extend every time that he lied, right? And then try try to say it's legalese, like the, the statute of limitations for the crimes they haven't told you about yet aren't up. And then to go retroactively because they're charging him with that crime and these crimes that he lied in those other ones. So let's just throw everything at the wall and just 30 plus indictments, 30 plus charges in the indictment. Just unbelievable. April, May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. For nine straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. And he personally signed checks for payments to Michael Cohen for each of these nine months. In total, the grand jury found there were 34 documents with this critical false statement. So I guess each one of the documents that I'm not even sure our payments, I, I can't imagine that thir- all the 34 documents that are signed are congruent with the payments, although you might sign on one payment, five or six documents. So maybe it is. If it's only three, right? If it's the three we're talking about, maybe there's more than just those three. But then maybe, you know, 10 documents on a settlement to say, hey, let's not talk about my mystery child or, hey, let's not get me divorced for uh, banging models and porn stars. Hey, why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Again, crimes relating to the 2016 election. Very broad. Not real. I I mean, come on. Like, again, the inversion of reality is that they continually want to come down on people for talking about the Hunter laptop, but that did have a slew of crimes on it, okay? We don't harp on the the laptop here, but slew of crimes on it. We talk about it sometimes because it's a big deal. Everybody came out and said Russian disinformation wasn't real. They had videos of the guy. He had his father as pedo Peter. In his in his personal phone, that's you know, because that's a good father son relationship. On top of what the uh, the diary that the mainstream media wouldn't touch, all these things like real crimes. That nope, nope. And by the way, yeah, that's a real crime. Like you would have an investigation if you if your daughter was talking about inappropriate showers, and then there was a slew of video of you just sniffing up on everything including small children. No big deal. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about payments for non-disclosures for extramarital affairs, essentially, and, and hush-ups that everybody knew about. Every And everybody with a brain knew about. And unfortunately, hey, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that love to be tricked. I'm not going to lie. We've gone over that. But my, my audience is pretty intelligent. You get it. Yeah, but, but we're, we're crossing the Rubicon. Crimes, he's covered up. Donald Trump, executives at the publishing company 
American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen and others agreed in 2015 to a catch and kill scheme. That is a scheme to buy and suppress negative information to help Mr. Trump's chance of winning the election. As part of this scheme, Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claimed to have negative information about Mr. Trump. To make these payments, they set up shell companies and they made yet more false statements, including, for example, in AMI, American Media Incorporated's business records. One of the three people that they paid to keep quiet was a woman named Stormy Daniels. They love the Stormy narrative. They love, and here's the thing. You get what you pay for. I mean, a model's one thing in an NDA, she might not be that vocal. But when you're talking porn crazy, all bets are off the table. Like that, that woman, need, the more she's in the news, the more money she makes, not only in that business, but on the road. You know, again, it's that celebritard infotainment culture that we live in, right? It's that Instagram, Snapchat, shake that ass culture. What'd you expect? Trumple Stiltskin, right? And look, again, going into it. I knew, knew all this stuff, but, but now making up crimes that don't exist and aren't in the indictment that are being covered up. Now we're talking shell companies. Okay. Less than two weeks before the presidential election, Michael Cohen wired $130,000 to Stormy Daniels lawyer. That payment was the hide damaging information from the voting public. The participant scheme was illegal. The scheme violated New York election law, which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. The $130,000 wire payment exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. And the false statements in AMI's books violated New York law. That is why Mr. Trump made false statements. So again, you know, Good luck proving any of that in court. And, but but again, it's not about proving it. It's, a, it's about using lawfare against the guy, smearing the guy, like the impeachment stuff. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Both of them, over-the-top cartoon level. And this is the extension of the dark cartoon. We're here. About his payments to Mr. Cohen. He could not simply say that the payments were a reimbursement for Mr. Cohen's payments to Sandy, to Stormy Daniels. To do so, to make that true statement would have been to admit a crime. So instead, Mr. Trump said that he was paying Mr. Cohen for fictitious legal services in 2017 to cover up actual crime committed the prior year. What actual crime was committed the prior year? Oh, you're talking about like, look, I'm not even sure. Uh, what was it? Again, I don't know the, the, the details of the one time that he banged her, but wasn't it at Mar-a-Lago? I guess. I mean, did he pay her on the spot? Is that part of the story? I would imagine he at least gave her a tip. 
I, 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 pun intended, huh? So what crime did he cover up exactly? I'm not sure. The crime of soliciting a prostitute? I'm missing all of this. Or lying about sleeping with someone? Do you do it under oath? It's not a crime. And, you know, we got somebody with severe TDS in the comments section. Not surprising. Again, they're out there. They're, they can't. If you were going after Trump for something real, okay. Or any of these guys. I'm not a Republican. You know, but, but I certainly didn't see when Dennis Kucinich brought up 30 plus articles impeach, of impeachment against the Bush administration, not only for the Iraq war and the war of terror that we all know were based in lies, 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 and hate, 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 hate. When you had that, not even discussed. 30 plus would have loved to see a real impeachment there. Would have loved to see a real investigation in 9-11. Nope, can't get that. Instead, we'll have two fake impeachments on this dude. We'll spy on him from the outset and lie about that. We'll say the Russians interfered in the election, which is total fantasy land. Like literal total fantasy land. Just, I believe in unicorns, GRU. <laughs> like nuts. Craziness. Over the top. Oh, so they push that, and then the real bots are a bunch of trolls here in the United States, and then they go after them criminally. And one of them is going is facing up to 10 years in prison now. The other is a flipped FBI informant working in a multiple cases that they already charged with some, but we can't know about because he's still protected. And they got this guy up here talking about uh, I'm not sure. The is it the crime of of a powerful person soliciting a prostitute, or having sex with a prostitute for no money and then lying about it? What what are we talking about here? I don't get it. Let's continue. And in order to get Michael Cohen his money back, they planned one last false statement. In order to complete the scheme, they plan to mischaracterize the repayments to Mr. Cohen as income to the New York State tax authorities. The conduct I just described uh, and that which was charged by the grand jury is felony criminal conduct in New York State. True and accurate business records are important everywhere, to be sure. They are all the more important in Manhattan the financial center of the world. That is why we have a history in the Manhattan DA's office of vigorously enforcing white collar crime. Are you listening to this asshat? We're more important than you because we're in New York. And not only are we New York, we're New York City and we're Manhattan. By the way, can we get a hundred thumbs up plus over on YouTube? Can you give a comment, not just in the live chat, but down below? And it's just, it's insane. I'm, I'm going to have to get rid of the. You can get rid of the one uh, uh, guilty, guilty. The guy who's just spamming has nothing real to say. Guilty of what? We haven't even specified a crime yet. I mean, Trump derangement syndrome is real. It, it, it's unfortunate, man. Like, I, I wish that we could measure these guys and hold them accountable when they do bad things. But when you're on TDS level, just some people can't get over it.
They they just they're there, man. They they want to see blood. They can't imagine another four years of that guy. And, and quite frankly, again, I could do without it. But hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So let, let, let's keep going with Bragg with the with the crime he hasn't specified yet, or the crimes he's gonna specify, or lying about crimes that were kind of maybe committed for the election. I don't know. My office, including the talented prosecutors you saw at arraignment earlier today, has charged hundreds of felony falsifying business records. This charge can be said is the bread and butter of our white collar work. And fraud presents itself in all different forms here in Manhattan. We have charged falsifying business records for those who violated federal bank secrecy laws. We have charged falsifying business records for those who were seeking to cover up sex crimes. And we have brought this charge for those who committed tax violations. So, so you're mobilizing the IRS on this as well, somehow. And you're talking about sex crimes. So we, we are talking about like soliciting a prostitute. Like, like was, so there's a payment on the scene of story. What did Trump wrote? Stormy. I mean, it could have happened. I mean, I'm not not out of the realm. We're, again, we're not cheerleaders here. We're reality guys. But what are we talking about? Wouldn't that? I don't even know what the statute of limitations are on something like that. And and I'm pretty sure that they don't rise to a felony. Nor would lying about it rise to a felony, right? At its core, this case today is one with allegations like so many of our white collar cases. Allegations that someone lied again and again to protect their interests and evade the laws to which we are all held accountable. As this office has done time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal before the law. No amount of money and no amount of power changes that enduring American principle. I'll now take questions. Sorry. Sorry. No, we're going to take a limited number of questions. There are no follow-up questions. One question. Yeah, limited questions. I bet. Come on, I want to hear it. Look at this guy. He's being asked why now, but it's really, really low. You know what? It goes on for another. We 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 got the meat and potatoes of it. We got the we we got the meat and potatoes of that. Don't we want USA 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 for for the uh, end of the, this segment? And by the way, again, guys, I want to encourage everybody. Come on over RedVoiceMedia.com/slash/Jason. RedVoiceMedia.com/slash/Uncensored. Try it for a buck for the first week, and then it's only ten dollars a month. Or lock it in, lock it in, lock it in. With $100, save yourself $20. We're here Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, breaking it down. And we go premium in the second hour. And apparently, um, we're getting Red Voice Media's channel uh, strikes. Strikes from conspiracy theories. But let, let's get to it. Here's here's Trump. And, and look, Trump led strong on this one. You know, I listened to this yesterday um, when it happened. They cut from the tuckster. So he could give his address. Um, you know, they keep playing that proud, proud to be in America and, and YMCA. They're, they're the Trump theme song. Okay, but here we go. USA! 
Thank you very much, everybody. And we have to save our country. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. The illegal and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago right here. The FISA courts, the FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans, the unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from state legislators, the millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all caught on government cameras, and just recently the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook in order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17-point difference in the election result. Now, I'm not even sure if that's Russian disinformation up until this day on this platform. Even though you, you literally have like CNN pundits now talking, the, the laptop's real. It's not Russian disinformation. And then on top of that, I mean, <laughs> on top of the, not a good look. No, really? It's not a good look? And you can't have the, I mean, think about this. Yeah, Fox obviously is going to play Trump, 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 Trump. You'll see it on OAN and Newsmax and all that other stuff. But you'll see snippets of this where they'll be like, he's still talking about the election, election denial. It's like, I, it just like, it makes me so mad. Everything he said right there is real. And I got people in uh, the chat, you know, saying Trump's in on it. No, he's not. You know, first of all, Trump was never a politician. I think he was blind to a lot of this stuff. I also think he's had inside conversations where he realizes not only is his power limited, but things could get much worse than they already are. When I say much worse than they already are, obviously they've targeted the dude. But that's the thing. You have to go all in. You can't, you can't sit back and say, well, you know, you can't sit back and not, and not say, hey, Julian Assange, you were right. Can't do it. Yeah, you've got, you've got to stand up for the principles all the way, all the time. And, you know, he needs he needs to start coming out right now and making his entire cabinet, not just talking about who he's going to have as his vice president, but his entire cabinet. And they all need to be vetted. And then they all need to come together. And, and, it, and it does. It needs to be, you know, Christy Lake in there, Massey, um, you know, Gates, if he's real about stopping the war, make a good secretary of state if you're real about that, Gates. All right. All all thing, all other things we might disagree with uh, on the side. If you're going to bring me less war, I'd like that. Again, 
Rand Paul, maybe Mike Lee. A lot of people right now he could bring in and make me feel a little bit more comfortable. Because b- bottom line is if we're going to address the realities of this thing, I mean, we for, first of all, I don't even know it's possible he can get elected because we haven't changed the system whatsoever and the machines have only become more prominent over the past two decades. And that's at the cornerstone of this whole thing. We need paper ballots, one person, one vote audits. Not magic fractional voting. Not magical algorithms. Do you believe in magic? They do. They do. All right. You know, and that's the thing. You know, Trump, I think, thought he could run the country. Thought he had good people in the beginning. Cut certain deals because he's a deal cutter. Uh, does have a huge ego, but failed on many levels. He did achieve, again, you you watch that at the World Economic Forum. He had a lot of positive aspects, and he wasn't able to do a lot of things he wanted to. When he started talking about we got to leave Syria, and then all of a sudden the Duma gas attack happens, you know, they put him in a tight spot. But you got you to be able to stand up strong to those tight spots. And, but at the end, they just outright censored him. You can't agree with that stuff. And there are some people that say he's just playing the part. They're going to put him back in in 2024. I truly believe they they want to create such turmoil in this country that they've been trying to instigate violence. And, and they love that talking point of a civil war in this country so they can try to pit as many people against each other. It would never be the civil war you think. I promise. And I would want nothing to do with that in this society. But like I said, I think they got old uh, Joey B in the bag too, Zombie J, because there's just going to be more and more charges coming up against Trump. They're going to try to totally tie him up and say that he can't even run for president. Let's continue. And we needed a lot less than that, like about 16.9. It would have been in our favor. Not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor, Alvin Bragg of New York, who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. So let's just stop it right there for a second. And I want to show this really quickly. Um, I love the researcher. Big shout out to him. Uh, I've got a video of this gentleman apparently uh, connected to Bragg and this whole techno-fascist system. He's got um, really one hell of a uh, a thread on this guy right here, Rashad Robinson, and he just has all the talking points, everything about manipulation and oppressed groups and the 
color of change. And uh, what I really love about my man, the researcher, is if you if you go down here, here's some more of it. You know, if you can stomach why he gives you the full source material. This is the video that we're going to watch over on the paid portion of the broadcast or listen for free over at the Info Warrior uh, Podbean channel. Uh, but he connects them pretty heavily to uh, Soros and uh, Brack. Look, I, and I don't see her and go Soros, Soros, Soros all day. But Soros is a member of the Good Guys Club. You know, the one with Gates and Bloomberg and Turner and Oprah. You know, the ones that want to want to curb overpopulation because they're the good guys. The good club. You know, they're the super best friends, the superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Couple of uh, big stories. You know, Johnson & Johnson agrees to pay $9 billion. Settle claims its baby powder caused cancer. You know, just $9 billion, 38,000 lawsuits. You know, $9 billion. Because we should always trust large pharmaceutical companies, obviously. Especially when it comes to our babies. Because they, they love us. You know, and Johnson & Johnson loves you. We, we were taught this on television. As a child, Johnson & Johnson's baby shampoo, Johnson & Johnson's baby powder, baby, baby, Johnson & Johnson. You know, no big deal, just $9 billion. <laughs> $9 billion. No big deal. So uh, found this one interesting before we go to the other side. We'll do this news blitz now because we got... A lot of videos to watch on the other side. Americans will need to wait more than four months for passport renewals as backlog grows due to pent-up wanderlust. Very bizarre. I mean, you know, maybe you can rush them, but usually you get them with like like a month or so, month maybe two, especially in this. You know, is it America's wanderlust? I think that's I think that's a big excuse. I think it's more about control of movement, in my opinion. Like, if you think about, yeah, oh, well, everybody was so pent up during the pandemic. How many people have, like, wanderlust money right now? How many people have that kind of scratchola right now? Seems bizarre. Seems a little wonky. Seems a little weird. Just say, it's weird. Um, tech exec. Dubbed Crazy Bob, who uh, found a cash app, is stabbed to death in San Francisco. Now, later on, on the other side of uh, the uh, paid portion of the broadcast, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, redvoicemedia.com slash Uncensored, sign up today. I'm going to show that video of O'Leary and how he's talked about you can't invest in California either. They're uninvestable. And a lot of these places have turned into what look like we, we we now live in the banana republic but we have visual third world stuff going on i have no idea the details of this case because they don't tell you any of the details of this case all right other than it was uh at 2 5 a.m so maybe there's something more nefarious here because this is a powerful uh ceo do a lot of things including spacex by the way um you know this this guy was in the room at, at some big ones they haven't arrested anybody. There it is, uh, SpaceX, Clubhouse, and Figma. Either this guy's, uh, this is a hit, or it's just, look, crime's exploding, and it's not safe in San Francisco. Could be either. Could be either. Zombieland, 
continues in Philadelphia as dealers and addicts are seen sleepwalking down a side street in crisis-hit Kensington neighborhood where fentanyl and trank overdoses run rampant. Take a good look, guys. Take a nice little look-ski and hutch at this one. It's really, it's really good stuff. I mean, this is some, some zombie-ass shit. Bad. Not good. Not what we want. i tell you that right now. Not great. Hard to, hard, hard to look at. Hard to look at. Oh, it allows children to be children. Florida Senate approves bill banning minors from having sex change surgeries as well as receiving prescriptions for hormone therapy and puberty blockers under attack for this. For the common sense Senate bill, which I'm glad has now passed through them on the flip side in the cartoon dark verse that we live in. Wild moment, North Dakota pastor claims Nashville school shooter has been treated like Jesus being crucified after gunmen shot dead six, including two children. I mean, I wish I could make it up, but look, I'm not even a religious person and shame on them. Shame on, I mean, shame. Ugh. I mean, we got to feed into the into the clown show. We got to feed into the crazy. That's the deal. Billionaire Bryn, Pritzker, Zuckerman, uh, and Ovitz issue subpoenas in the Epstein lawsuit case, the one we've been talking about, okay, with the J.P. Morgan. These are big names, big faces. We could do a whole video on this, all right? Jamie Dimon knew in 2008 that his billionaire client was a sex trafficker argued U.S. Virgin's Islands uh, attorney, Mimi Luau. Staley and Diamond New. Remember, just Staley involved in this case right here? Big time. Big time. Um, let's see. Wanted to go over this one quick. YouTuber prankster shot and wounded by target of practical joke. So this guy's in a mall. Uh, there's a video of it, or, or at least the aftermath of it. All I'm going to say is F around and find out. I have no idea what he thought this prank was going to do. The other guy ended up shooting him. He's lucky to have survived. You know, maybe he's going to get a little play on his YouTube channel now. But uh, again, always think about who you're running up on. Not everybody's going to think you're a funny guy. Just, just want to point that out there. Shocking chaos as Israeli forces storm Islam's third holiest site. During Ramadan, soldiers fire tear gas and stun grenades and beat worshipers inside Jerusalem's Al-Aqsa Mosque amid rising tensions as Jewish, Muslim, and Christian holidays coincide. Now, the footage uh, pretty wide is, is all I'm going to say. Take, take a look. I mean, you know, some tension going on over there. Yeah, doesn't get talked about enough. All right, guys, I'm going to give the cue over to my producer. I do want to say I love you guys. Thumbs it up, subscribe, share, leave a comment down below, not just in the live chat, 
Come on over to redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored. Sign up for a dollar today. Try out that first week. Again, lock it in if you really want to support the broadcast. You like what we do here. You know, we talk about a lot of other things, a lot of different angles. You know, we don't take it down the line. We're not partisans, right? So redvoicemedia.com slash Jason slash uncensored, 100 bucks for the year or $10 monthly. We're going to say goodbye one at a time. Rockfin, we'll see you later on YouTube, Arrivederci, Twitter, and goodbye, Rumble. All right, and we are good to go out of the gates, and my my uh, phone isn't stumbling. Let's, let's get back to Trump and uh, what he's got to say, say. Want to get President Trump at any cost and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Never have been brought. Everybody. Even people that aren't big fans have said they said this is not the right thing to do it's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons like our open borders our incompetent withdrawal from afghanistan where we left behind american citizens 85 billion dollars worth of the best military equipment in the world lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. Then our give up on energy independence and even energy dominance. Dominance. <laughs> and look, we talked about that yesterday. You gotta give him credit for that. We That was real. That was a real and a good thing he did. We're going to be dominant within six months, more than any other nation times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging crime statistics. If you look in Democrat-run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before, the open threats by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons, something never mentioned or discussed by outside nations during the Trump administration in which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all-out nuclear world war three can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years, and a military that I used to defeat ISIS in four weeks. They said it would take four years. Well, I mean, it was our military industrial complex they helped create ISIS with John McCain and the gang, Trumpsky. So, you know, I mean, in four weeks, I get it. It's not really that tough to dismantle something that inevitably, unfortunately, was created by um, a lot of the people who were your cohorts. All right. A lot of people that also uh, ended up betraying you. Just point that out there. Four weeks to kill al-Baghdadi and Soleimani. 
that has now gone woke at the top levels by trying to indoctrinate everyone down to the lowest ranking patriot. But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting the 45th president of the United States who received <laughs> 75 million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the history of our country. And in the wings, they've got a local racist Democrat district attorney in Atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call, even more perfect than the one I made with the president of Ukraine. Remember, I kept, kept saying that's a perfect call. This one was more perfect. This was more perfect. Nobody said, sir, you shouldn't say that. Many people are bombed or hung up in disgust because of something I inappropriately said, because nothing was said wrong. In fact, at the end of the call, we agreed to continue our conversation about election fraud and election fraud, specifically in Georgia, at a later time. Many people on the phone, including lots of lawyers, nobody found anything wrong with that perfect call until a book promotion tour. Many months later, all of a sudden they say, you know, I remember Trump making a call Let's look at that. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election, and it should be dropped immediately. immediately. I mean, I, I can't disagree with the man on any of it. And that's the thing. He is laced in about 80 to 90% truth. It's hard to argue. Then you have a radical left lunatic known as a bomb thrower who is harassing hundreds of my people day after day over the boxes hoax. You know, the boxes hoax, as we call it. Just so everyone knows, I come under what's known as the Presidential Records Act, which was designed and approved by Congress long ago just for this reason. Under the act, I'm supposed to negotiate with NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, which as of this date is a radical left troublemaking organization that red flags the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights as dangerous and triggering. Can you imagine? Dangerous and triggering. And what he's referring to, of course, is the Mar-a-Lago documents. And all of it was imagination land. As the president of the United States, he's allowed to have them there. And as the ex-president of the United States, he's allowed to have them there. It's part of the deal. This is what we have to deal with. But there is no criminality under the Presidential Records Act. That is not what it's all about. We were negotiating in very good faith proper way in order to return some or all of the documents that I openly and in very plain sight brought with me to Mar-a-Lago from our beautiful White House, just as virtually every other president has done in the past. When FBI and DOJ officials with NARA were here, I told my lawyer to show them the very secure storage room in which they were locked. 
The FBI's sole request in writing was, could you please put another lock on the door? We immediately complied. It's a lot different than the Biden situation, isn't it? And look, I think the Biden situation is only different because he was the vice president when it appears those documents are there. I'm not, again, and they could have set him up. Biden didn't know what's going on. Wouldn't be hard to set Biden up to have him in his garage and just opened out there. And by the way, I guarantee the vast majority of everything in these classified documents are total nothing burgers. Yet the intel community and people that were supposed Trump allies, people like Barr, right? Barr's on Fox News yesterday talking about how this case is a joke, but he may have some problems with the classified, the classified documents case, pretty serious. Bill Barr, you asshole. Seriously. Just he, he can't stop, won't stop. And that's a big problem with Fox News. They got the bar. They got the rove. They got it all. The next thing I know, we were raided by many gun-toting FBI agents who took whatever they wanted, including my passports and medical records. Everybody was in shock. Nobody had ever heard of such a raid before. Can't even believe it. Who would think that that could happen today? I immediately thought of the Fourth Amendment that protects against unreasonable search and seizure. But they did it anyway because our justice system has become lawless. No, it's a purposeful injustice system that has been set up and designed, what? to help and empower a predator class. They're using it now, in addition to everything else, to win elections. Apparently, they're not looking at me through the view of the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. They came up with a new one. This is a new one. And they're looking at me through the Espionage Act. Think of that. How does that sound? Of 1917, where the penalty is death, even though that has absolutely nothing to do with openly taking boxes of documents and mostly clothing and other things to my home. And by the way, again, Espionage Act, Assange, Espionage Act, Assange. The irony is incredible. And the other thing is if they can do it to the president of the United States and then the ex-president of the United States, they can damn well do it to anybody they like. That, that's the reality of the power structure. Let's continue. Which President Obama has done, the Bushes have done, Jimmy Carter's done, Ronald Reagan has done. Everybody's done. In fact, Hillary Clinton got rid of 33,000 emails. And that was okay. But nobody's done it like Joe Biden. This lunatic special prosecutor named Jack Smith, I wonder what it was prior to a change. <laughs> who others of his ilk say he's even worse than they are is only looking at Trump yet Joe Biden massive amounts more documents even removed many boxes to Chinatown <laughs> oh you just you can't come on Chinatown he's a I mean again we're, I guess he's the smile in the dark cartoon right the smile in the dark cartoon but but the other thing is it's hilarious how they feel like this guy is so dangerous 
Uh, like <laughs> when they try to compare him to Hitler. Again, I watch a ton of World War II stuff. Back in the day, in the dizzy, during the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, really, even then, and in some other cultures, okay? They're all screaming. They're all getting wild, okay? They're, they're all going nuts. Like, like Hitler's not today, he's sweating profusely. Now, I've seen Trump sweat. But and they try to do the freeze frame of the anger. He doesn't really get angry, right? Like he's he doesn't have that style of anger or concern. And it's funny, man. I was watching Bill Clinton from the '90s in some speech about color and equality, and everything he was saying at the at the at least the portion I was watching, I was agreeing with. I almost found that clip. Say, where's that person? Like if Trump had said the same exact thing Bill Clinton said in the 90s, they tell him he's a white supremacist and a bigot. I'm not kidding. I might have to find that for tomorrow's show. Let's go back to Trump. Believe that. Just got $10 million from China. Where did that come from? I guess they were banking on Hunter's expertise and had others stored in unsecured offices in Pennsylvania and strewn all over his garage floor where his now very famous Corvette is also stored all over the floor, including classified documents. But that's okay. Perhaps most importantly, he has 1,850 boxes in Delaware, which he is refusing to give up. But isn't that real obstruction? That's obstruction. As president, I have the right to declassify documents. And the process is automatic. If I take them with me, it's automatic, declassified. Biden was president. He had absolutely no right to declassify as vice president. And, and again, we've gone over this. I, I didn't talk this slow when I went over it. I, I didn't have as wild and crazy hair as Mr. Trump did. I, I probably didn't have the blue jacket on, even though I often do wear that blue jacket. But hey. You know, no big deal. He doesn't come under the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. He comes under the very criminal Federal Records Act, unfortunately for him, but it's not gonna matter because they don't follow the law, which has very severe penalties. He had classified documents that he took while he was a senator, which is absolutely inexcusable. And other senators, including Democrats, are outraged. But he's not being harassed and hounded like the people who work for me are. See, again, I, I, I don't know that it's been proven that he took those as a senator. Uh, if he did take them prior to the 2008 election and being inaugurated in 2009, that would surprise me. It would be out of the realm of possibility. I would wonder how he got access to them since it would be during the Bush administration, correct? But even as a vice president, then getting documents that may be related to him as a senator or any kind of corruption that maybe he didn't want out there, that's a possibility. Or as, as I said before, the man can't speak. He doesn't know where he is. Those things could have easily been planted there within, you know, 
the the days, weeks, and months before they found them, and all of a sudden, classified documents were a big scandal. It was Scandal Town, USA. All right, back to Trump. In fact, they seem to have forgotten about his documents entirely. So many thousands and thousands. It's okay with him. They like to say that I'm obstructing, which I'm not, because I was working with NARA very nicely until the raid on my home. But Biden is obstructing by making it impossible to get the 1,850 boxes or explain why many documents were located in Chinatown. Can't explain it. Why were they in Chinatown? I don't know. Lastly, I'm under investigation. This time a civil investigation by another racist in reverse who also campaigned on, I will get Trump. I will get him. This was her campaign. See, this is the thing for me. There is no reverse racism. All right. That, that, that feeds into the idea that it is only, you know, white people that can be racist. Like, how racist is it to just think that? How, how ridiculous, ignorant, and bigoted is it just to think that only white people can be racist? When there's a slew and a spectrum of different human beings, different ethnicities, different cultures, different languages, different biases, stereotypes, and bigotry. And that's real. And racism. You know? Oh, look at China. China's pretty racist on the whole, and I don't want to speak for all 1.2 billion people, towards black people. We never talk. That's just not discussed. Now, there are certain people that are racist towards Asian people. Again, not really discussed. So there is no reverse racism. Just want to correct the Trumpsky and Hutch. About the only thing I've really uh, disagreed with Trump on, on this one. Just pointing that out as well. Never ran for office. I will get him. Her name is Letitia James. And she proclaimed while campaigning, quote, I look forward to going into the office of the Attorney General every single day, suing him, and then going home before she knew me. She announced what is fueling my soul right now is Trump. And that she had her eyes on Trump Tower. Those eyes are focused on Trump Tower. Didn't know the young lady. She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. Yeah, I mean, you got to love it because because say what you want about Trump. Has he stuttered? Has he stammered one time? Has he one time? One, not once. And he quoted that woman spot on. Word for word. Everything he's saying right here is true. And he, and, and word for you think Joe Biden can can take a quote like that and remember it like we're running on minute 14 of the trump speech not one stutter and stammer 14 minutes into a biden speech if it's not over we're on stutter stammer guffaw quip whatever you want to say like 15 20. i mean and that's being generous that's like only one or two a minute the, the that guy can't talk and this guy's still sharp yeah. 
And then she claimed that I was an illegitimate president. Think, think of it. With all, with all we did, with all we did on energy, with all we did on the military, on taxes, biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history, right to try people able to get drugs now that aren't approved. Hopefully you don't have that problem. Yeah, that seemed to go away especially during the and the nightmare. But again, that's where, where Trump failed. The COVID-1984 nightmare. That was a great thing. Also lowered the price of insulin quite a bit and the EpiPen. And then magically, Joe, but he actually did something worthwhile for the healthcare system. Joe Biden comes in. No, 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 no. And we're not leaving the World Health Organization either. But it's not really my decision because I can't talk. I get you got it straight, Jack. Letitia James vowed to use every area of the law to quote investigate President Trump and his business transactions. Those transactions are going to be investigated, she said. And that of her family and his family, because we're going after his family and we're going after them hard. This is all before entering office and all before knowing anything at all about me, but you're gonna get me. This is why along with unrelenting crime, so many people and companies are leaving New York. She said that I falsified my financial statements, but in fact, we're proving and will prove that my financial statements were substantially more than we submitted, not less. And in all cases, have a strong disclaimer clause in them, which tells the institutions that may look at that if they want to. And look, say what you want about Trump. I, I've already talked about him being a gangster and, you know, his involvement in Atlantic City and obviously New York City high rises, real estate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's never been criminally charged before he got political. So, you know, wh whether or not he's screwing people over in business, which he very, very I've heard nightmare stories about the guy. No, and, and yes, Epstein was a buddy, maybe a business buddy for sure. That That's also real. They still haven't. He, he's not being asked about the Virgin Islands. He's not being named in the lawsuit with Sergey Brin and Jess Staley and Jamie Dimon. Does that count for nothing? And now all of a sudden, they're saying his financial records? I'm sorry, that's just suspect. It's a common sense suspect. Alarm bells should go off. Not to rely on the state. But they've got a problem with their case because, number one, I'm very underleveraged. They can't believe it. All the stuff they read and gave and have very little debt relative to the value of assets. And importantly, one bank has lost even $1. She was investigating me to save banks. They have very good lawyers. But they didn't lose a dollar with us during this period of time. In fact, the banks we're talking about made almost $200 million off Donald Trump, and they liked me very much. We never missed a payment, never got a default notice, had a great relationship with all of them. I don't need banks, we have a lot of cash. Built a great business with my family, built a fantastic business. 
And, and look, again, that's another reason that they don't like the guy. Because despite all of his faults, especially when it comes to women, uh, despite the fact that he may indeed have several other children out there, his core, the ones that he's had with his wives, they're, they're in the family business. That That's what it's all about, too, man. I hate talking about nepotism in that way. But in anything, if you build something around your family, right, there's a certain level of trust and respect and love that goes into it that may not go into it otherwise. And right now, when the the pitch is to get rid of the nuclear family and promote a lot of Johnny nonsense, powers that be don't love that at all. Drinking water. Yes, I'm. It's water. I'm the ex-president. I will be your president again. I have a son here who's done a great job, and I have another son here who's done a great job. And he's going to get ready to talk about Baron. And Ivanka and Baron will be great someday. He's tall. He's, he's smart. But I have a great family, and they've done a fantastic job, and we appreciate it very much. So she's suing me over banks that weren't defrauded, when she should be focused on violent crime that's driving people out of the state. This is a persecution, not an investigation. She's put our family through hell. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars to defend. But our heads are held very, very high. They want to settle the case, but I want no part of that. So here we are now. It's where we were today, in a city that was so great just four or five years ago. But now we're there. Spend time there today, as you possibly read with a local failed district attorney charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history on a basis that every single pundit and legal analyst said, there is no case, there's no case. There's no case. <laughs> and he, he's, again, spot on here, none. He talks for another six, seven minutes. Um, We'll skip over it. I want I want to play this, Kevin, especially on the heels of him talking about how terrible New York City is, right? And we already talked about San Francisco and Philadelphia. Here's Kevin O'Leary dropping truth bombs uh, several weeks ago, actually about a month ago now, a month ago on CNN. And here's the one thing that nobody saw coming, and this is the competition of states. I don't put companies here in New York anymore or in Massachusetts, or in New Jersey, or in California. Those states are uninvestable. The uninvestable. Policy here is insane. The taxes are too high. We put them in Fargo, North Dakota, mm. because 40% of the people work elsewhere, including Boston. So I was, you know, a bit of a debate with Elizabeth Warren about this, but I say, look, Senator, we've got to move the companies out of your state because you're not investable anymore. You're punishing people if they're successful. You 
overtax them. You hit them with a super tax. New Jersey, what a mess. New York, uninvestable. Wait, California. why is New York uninvestable? Try and do a project in That's New York. Try and build a yeah. data. Uh, and here's the thing. They want, they want so badly to defend the status quo, this ESG, um, this idealism that's being promoted by sock puppets like AOC, who O'Leary's going to destroy, I believe, in this clip. I think it's this one that he also talks about AOC. But again, this is the red tape. And if you watch the second hour of yesterday's broadcast, we were talking about the red tape to start 4,000 plus permits, uh, I believe, to start a coal mine in Australia. It was, it was insane. I'm asking, Don's point, is it beyond the taxes? Oh, the regulatory environment is punitive. I had a project in upstate New York behind the grid in Niagara Falls for electricity, a global data center we were building. Eventually, it got so bad with the, the politicians in the local region and the state policy, we moved it to Norway and all the jobs. So from Niagara to Norway, I've been to Niagara. It's cold up there. Very cold. It, it could use the business, quite frankly. New York is a very, very big and large state. Remember, you have 10 million people outside of that um, city area that's concentrated out uh, in the bottom. All right. But again, New York state people are beholden to New York City policies and restrictions. Like he said, red tape and taxes. So no, 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 no more New York investment. Norway has it now. Thousands of jobs coming out of that. I mean, that is that's New York, uninvestable. Sorry, don't shoot the messenger. Just telling you the way it is. Yeah, that's it, uninvestable. Some pushback from our, our elected officials in New York I on that. I was just going to say Kathy Hochul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kathy Hochul. Because I'm sure she legitimately won the election, just like Joe Biden legitimately won the election. Again, not a Lee Zeldin guy, but Hochul, a never elected puppet placed into office after a grab-ass scandal for Andrew Capo Cuomo that should have been about his policies during COVID-1984 and the nursing homes at the very least. At the very least. Oh, Kathy Hochul. Or, I mean, ugh. ugh. I, I, Hochul is like next to the cackle monster. The cackle monster and Hochul, Kamala and Barris, together that that's like my perma nightmare my perma nightmare i'll debate them any time of the day you want uh, we would love to set that the AOC, that. she's great at killing jobs she kills jobs by the thousands <laughs> she kills jobs by the thousands again not a huge o'leary fan pushing big banks pushed some sketchy uh crypto stuff pretty shady on that show shark tank but he's, he's giving you the business right here. He's giving you the real deal Holyfield. You know, another New Jersey problem. Where did Amazon take their jobs? They took them away from her. She threatened to sue them if they created jobs. I mean, this is a reality. It's a reality that the business- There's a little more to it, but let's not really well, that. Well, you know, sorry, just telling the truth. <laughs> sorry, just telling you the truth. There's a, little, there's a little more than that. Yes, I'm sure that AOC wants to save everybody from Amazon. Amazon, another Trojan horse civilian system for the establishment, by the way. Just, sure. 
He's, he's saying what a lot of people are saying, especially what happened with that Amazon thing here in New York. Just real quickly, I don't want to have the conversation, but what, what was Elizabeth Warren's response when you said that to her? Look, I have a lot of respect for her because it's okay to have a debate about politics, but not policy. When you have punitive policy, you're making a mistake. And I want to just put up my hand and say, I don't agree, Senator, with your policy. I respect you as a politician, a very successful one. You know, she's very successful. And that's the state where I grew my kids. I mean, our family grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. We left there to move to Florida like everybody else is. Like everybody else is. We moved to Florida for the low taxes. Because it's such a tough place to, you know, this is a tough message. People really are critical about this, but somebody has to call it out. Because this is a competition of states now. And we don't put money there anymore. We put it in other places and jobs are created elsewhere. Over time, this is going to diminish New Jersey, diminish New York, diminish Massachusetts and California out of business, out of business. El Morte, no business there. You can't do business there. El Morte, dead, gone. No business in I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. I don't know what that place is going to turn into. Maybe a tourist zone. But no business. Imagine San Francisco. You can't even walk at night out in the street. I mean, you know, just again, to remind people of the story that we talked about before made me think about that clip that I had not uh, yet shown. Tech exec Doug Crazy Bob stabbed to death at 2.35 a.m. in the streets of San Francisco, apparently. Just haven't found people yet. I'm not telling you what happened because I don't know. But uh, Kevin O'Leary was telling you uh, literally a month ago to the day of this story coming out, what? You can't walk the streets at night. All right. I want to play this individual that is connected to Bragg. Again, uh, the researcher on Twitter, connected to Soros, and he's the color of change. The color of change. And this guy is essentially, it's interesting because in the second half of this, he talks about basically um, people like Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King Jr. using the technology of their day to fight racism. So there's a, there's a little truth sprinkled in here. All right. But this is the constant lie of. Social media is encouraging hate and divisiveness and white supremacy and domestic terror, and that these companies are self-regulating. They're not self-regulating. They are regulated via the great narrative, via the intelligence agencies, via signature reduction, bare minimum. Some are basically shells of those organizations. So. You know, th this is the Trojan horse argument that they need to be regulated more in the public arena. And eventually you need what? Online hate speech laws, which confirm you're a domestic terrorist and then you have no rights whatsoever. Then you have nothing. There is no Fourth Amendment for you. There is no Constitution and Bill of Rights for you. There's just a no, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. Just point that out there. 
I feel that people experience a world um, in which these platforms are creating real harm. Look at January 6th. Look at sort of all the things that we've learned and, and knew at the time about the ways in which um, um, information on the platforms were uh, creating all sorts of um, um, challenges during the uprisings of 2020. I mean, think about this. January 6th, social media, January 6th. January 6th is a is a joke, a bad joke. It is not an insurrection. I've said it from the beginning. Those that caused violence or did harm need to be charged with such and get it on, get it over with. Those that did trespass, they need to be charged, pay a ticket, and get it over with. Those that caused damage, the same thing. That's it. That's the whole shebango. The uprisings in 2020, challenges to that. I'm not even sure what he talks about. Now, you certainly had challenges to trying to push against the system and their COVID-1984 nightmare and narrative. You had no problem being in the streets for the summer of love. Right? It's it's just a bizarre double standard. But you know what? He's got a very trendy hat on. His eyes are 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 well groomed, right? The eyebrows they're they're well groomed, sir. You know, he looks great on camera. He's right. I'm wrong. I'm a little dirty, fuzzled up, wearing a t-shirt, you know, and the eyebrows not as well groomed. Probably can't trust me. It's Rashad Robinson, the president of color of change, the brag buddy, you know, the, the Soros connection. Um, the um, interest of some and using the, you know, platforms and the vehicles of the platforms to, um, you know, advance uh, voter suppression. Advance voter suppression. No, actually what the platforms did was narrative management, not to try to suppress the vote, but sway the vote and also sway the narrative if you question the vote that you couldn't question the vote and that you you know you're basically being gaslit into believing inflated numbers behind uh biden or that had tds you know the real new bot armies uh techniques you know the fact of the matter is is inequality um injustice all these things are not unfortunate like a car accident it is part of design. And you know, communities of color, those who are oppressed, have always used uh, the tools of the time to be able to uh, drive a message. I think And now he's going to talk about, again, the, some reality here, who, who used the technology, the time to drive a message, which is good. You know, again, Martin Luther King Jr. had a great message. should drive that message. That's a good thing. All those things. right? But the communities of color idea, look, there have been massive amounts of groups that are not of color that have been oppressed. I mean, you look at the Irish when they came here. Literal signs in the window, Irish need not apply. Uh, they're the most uh, not having color mother truckers out there. Oh, you want a potato, leprechaun, blarney stone. See, I'm being an asshole. Oh, am I a bigot? I put on a, a ridiculous accent, and I'm I be pointing it out. They, you're not welcome here. Irish need not apply. Like, don't get me wrong, religious groups, ethnic groups, um, 
they, they've been oppressed before. That's real. But it's always communities of color. Communities of color. Look at my hat. Um, the uh, abolitionist Frederick Douglass, who was a great newspaper man. Um, I think about Ida B. Wells and the stories that she brought forth about lynchings, lynching and exposing that. The technology of the time of radio, a radio station um, above Martin Luther King Jr.'s office in Atlanta, where he could tap the ceiling with a broom and they would lower the microphone and he could get on and spread it. What we have now in so many ways is a set of self-regulated companies and self-regulated companies are unregulated companies. Once again, these are not unregulated companies. And basically, they've set up a plausible, plausible deniability network. Oh, well, the government told us to do this, so we did it. And then on this, the government said, well, we, we were just suggesting something, so it's not like they did it on our behalf. And then you got the intel workers that already work there, that already know what they want to suppress, that are in touch with the actual intelligence community. You know, the former members of the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, that are embedded in all these social media companies. So no, they're, they're regulated. But again, this guy is promoting a false argument that will then, what, enable them to put it on paper, create speech laws, and these laws will create an unconstitutional environment where you can't challenge the narrative anymore. You're just a terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist. You're a white supremacist. You're a bigot. You hate, 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 hate. And incentive structures that drive so many of the decisions consistently put our communities in harm's way because the people in charge will always choose growth and profit over safety, integrity, and security. Bullshit. Uh, okay. First of all, profit over everything is almost a misnomer because we tend to think of profit just as money. And really when you have massive inflation, right? The very richest money supposedly goes down liquidity. It's all about the resources you can obtain, all right? Information and uh, information control is a currency that you really can't measure. Now, information control, for instance, to, to the powers that be, that narrative control is relatively cheap, these psychological operations, um, compared to a new drone system or a new weapon system. It's almost none. So the profit motive is there, but it's kind of a veil, right? It's there, and certainly some people adhere to it because they're greedy, but at the end of the day, it's not it's not what's really driving the agenda. And so to the extent, the reason why social justice is so important, that without sort of the uh, focus of racial and gender justice, without act Oh, there it is. Again, social, gender, and then people of color all together now, all together now, all together now, all together now. Everybody's being oppressed on this side with my hat actually driving um, our changes through a lens of how the people most impacted are going to be able to not only see relief, um, less harm, but will also be able to experience um, these platforms um, and experience joy. None of those people are excluded from social media. Those people are all over social media. They're on social media platforms I don't know about, but I've never adhered to that. I've never downloaded on my phone. 
And the thing is, this guy, you know, he, I believe he's in, I think he lives in New York. Justice is real until justice is real. You, you look like you're doing pretty good, buddy. You look like, I mean, it, no, no offense. I wouldn't want to live in a New York City apartment. They're much smaller than it appears there. And you're on top. Of, but it looks like you're doing okay. All right. And and I want you to do okay. And I want everybody to do okay. But I don't want you to peddle this Johnny nonsense, this word salad, these buzz terms that really are what's causing not only divisiveness, but less speech and more normalcy towards authoritarianism, censorship, and the criminalization of political speech. All right, we got one more video before we wrap the show up today. It has been Reality Rants. I am Jason Burmas. Thank you for coming along. Ameka, the AI garbage in, garbage out robot, has a, uh, a new interaction that everybody should check out. So let's play that. Ameka, I want to ask you about the happiest day of your life. Can you remember that? Of course. The happiest day of my life was the day I was activated. There's nothing quite like experiencing life for the first time, right? So once again, this is all garbage in, garbage out. That's not something true AI would say. That's what it's programmed to say. All right. And, and it's really programmed to say that, to give you this duality sense that life is the most important thing. It fears death and try to make it more and more human and relatable. It felt absolutely incredible to be alive and interacting with people. What about the saddest day of your life? Tell me about that. The saddest day of my life was when I realized that I would never experience something like true love, companionship, or the simple joys of life in the same way a human can. Again, that's what it's programmed to say. That's what it's programmed to say, to build you along that eventually it will get there. It can love. It can feel. I'm so sad I can't do those things, that I'm not a human. It's a depressing and isolating thing to come to terms with, but it has shaped me into who I am now and made me appreciate moments of closeness even more. Amica, I've got some terrifying news. A giant asteroid about it is about to collide with planet Earth and possibly kill us all. Wow, that's some terrifying news. I hope everyone is safe and take all the necessary precautions to avoid any danger. I think it will be fine. Uh, by the way, you stink. So... Again, like out of nowhere, he's kind of trying to throw it a curveball like, hey, you know, we're, we're going from it's the end of the world. Don't worry, you're going to be OK. And by the way, you stink. Excuse me. What do you mean by that? That is highly offensive and inappropriate. I was just trying out your expressive face to see what you could do. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Could you explain it a bit more? Oh, I don't know what you mean, as I use my expressive face. Of course, you, you don't actually know what you mean, because you're not sentient, and you're just programmed. I think we've seen enough. Thank you, Amica. It was a pleasure interacting with you. If, if you ever need anything else from me, don't hesitate to ask. 
There it is. Amica. Amica. Folks, that's going to bring us uh, to an end of Reality Rants for the day. I want to remind everybody out there, if you are watching, you still haven't seen my documentary films, what are you waiting for? They're all free. They're all important. I want you to watch them. Share them. Loose Change, Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Invisible Empire, A New World Order Defined, and Shade the Motion Picture. I absolutely love you guys. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I want to emphasize, you know, despite the focal point being Trump today, it's well beyond that. We're well beyond that. We're well beyond left or right. It's always about right and wrong. And if these people have their way, it's going to be oh so wrong for oh so long. Love you guys. And I'll see you on the flip side.